CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. The protests that have gripped this country for weeks now have a new megaphone. It's in the form of a social media site favored by the American political right, including Donald Trump. Kevin Newman investigates an emerging online empire that was started and is being run by a Canadian. So much about the protest took Canadians by surprise. Their breadth, their sophistication, the do-or-die passion of some of the people. We are done. The people are here to stay until we see victory, right? Am I right? Yes. All right. I want Professional journalists were largely shut out. What's your crew? What's your camera crew? Where, who, who are you guys? I come CBS. CBS, okay. C I CBS. I see bullshit. The camera, they're setting up to oh, point in this direction. Remember that. Now let's turn around and show what's really happening here. Okay, let's walk through and see what we got. But there were others streaming the events live who were treated very differently. Thank you very much. Like rock stars. We're live. We've been live for two hours. What do you have to say? We love you. Well, not okay. Th thank you. <laughs> this is a terrible insurrection of dancing and children and happiness. Legal commentator David Freeheit spent hours of every day talking to protesters. Still here, still plugging away. Sharing in real time with a worldwide online audience, sometimes as large as the professional reporters, in the hundreds of thousands of views. Don't trust me, this is what the court has to say. Freeheit quit his law practice in Montreal to stream and post full time. I have felt compelled to express my opinion on the one hand for transparency and on the other hand I have difficulty keeping it to myself now because things have fallen off a cliff in terms of, uh, of rational discourse and rational, uh, I would say, behavior from the political elite. I, you know, I don't want to get into too much of the science and have problems with the YouTube overlords. Freeheit had a video removed from YouTube, which was later reinstated on appeal, but never touched on a platform that's become home to right-wing watchers called Rumble. It rose from the debris of another uprising. Oh, yeah! They broke through, it's on! The January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol is when the big social media platforms had finally seen enough. Decided some free speech had been taken too far. So after 20,000 tweets, Donald Trump's favorite portal to the people, Twitter, shut him out. Now with a social media crackdown on President Trump in the wake of yesterday's Capitol siege. Tonight, a deafening silence from the president's Twitter account. Facebook restrictions on President Trump's account will continue. Soon, it was wider than just him. Amazon shuttered the controversial texting platform Parler. YouTube and Twitter stopped providing a home for Trump loyalists like Alex Jones and Roger Stone and advisor Steve Bannon. Democrats cannot win elections they don't steal. One year later, those same personalities and conspiracy theories about the U.S. election are thriving on Rumble. And here's the other surprising twist. Rumble is a Canadian company founded, built, and headquartered in Toronto. For most of its first decade, 
Rumble was where you might upload your cute pet and other viral videos because it helped sell them to mainstream tech, news, and advertising companies. It was a happy little site, <laughs> as its Canadian owner and CEO Chris Pavlovsky told BNN Bloomberg back in 2018. Whether it's, uh, you know, of your family, cute things, funny things, or whether it's an event that's, uh, that, you see, that you see happening on the streets that's valuable to news broadcasters, um, th that's the type of video that's really resonating with our community. But that community has changed dramatically and grown exponentially. The month before the January 6 riots, the company claimed a million and a half monthly viewers. In the months after, 31 million people around the world checked Rumble at least once a month, more than 9% of them from Canada. Suddenly, little Canadian Rumble wasn't cultivating cute anymore. It was drawing political agitators upset by what they considered censorship. I started a little bit on YouTube, but they took me off within an hour uh, because I didn't say what they wanted me to say. I want to invite you to join me here on Rumble and support a platform that's committed to free speech. As its base of followers grew, powerful people closest to Donald Trump started to cozy up to the shy Canadian entrepreneur's site, like Rand Paul and other Republicans falsely claiming a stolen election. Are you sick and tired of big tech censorship like I am? Come join me on places like rumble.com. Rumble, Kevin McCarthy here. I'm the Republican leader of the House of Representatives. Pavlovsky is now being celebrated by the stars of American conservative politics. Welcome to uh, North Carolina. Welcome to Freedom, Chris. He's actually, he's actually visiting us from Canada. He's a Canadian. He had to come down here for Freedom also. It's great to be here to finally uh, go outside, go to a restaurant, uh, enjoy, enjoy freedom. Devin Nunes was one of Donald Trump's most loyal supporters in the U.S. Congress until he quit late last year to run the former president's new social media company in alliance with Pavlovsky's. The company's called Rumble. I was just so thankful uh, that after I realized I was being censored on YouTube a little over a year ago, uh, I was able to, I just looked around and, and, and found your company. You're not a conservative Republican platform. You're a platform for everybody, right? But is it? Well, to look a little deeper into Rumble, we went to the experts at McGill University's Max Bell School of Public Policy in Montreal. This is like a fully encrypted browser too, so... Where they track and study online manipulation and misinformation on sites like Rumble. It's taken off particularly among right-wing kind of communities, and now it's a very large platform. PhD candidate Angus Bridgman put Rumble's claim of being a platform for everyone to the test. So what I've done here is I've pulled up two browsers, completely anonymous. So Rumble says it's a neutral platform, unlike the other guys. Let's put them both on the screen, and let's see what their landing page looks like. So you have on the left side there YouTube, and on the right side, of course, Rumble. And we can do sort of a comparison. YouTube, you have pretty fun stuff. Yeah, it's uh, whiskey blues, music, some chess, some viral experiments. No political content, in fact, on this, on this front page that we're seeing at all. Now, Rumble's landing page without knowing anything about us is what? So that's a little bit different. Uh, they have this big top video, single video recommendation, and something with political content. Here, it's a criticism of big tech by Russell Brand. 
That's what it's pushing new users to. So it's not really neutral in that it's not a plethora of various types of things. It tends to be on the political spectrum of some sort. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, know, the, we know the viewership of Rumble tends, tends towards the right in, in both Canada and the United States. Well, we wanted to get Rumble's opinion on that. So we visited its headquarters in this small office building in downtown Toronto. On the day we dropped by, its fourth floor offices were locked and appeared empty. We also tried multiple times over three months to contact Chris Pavlovsky directly, his company and publicity agency, asking for an interview. Optotone, please record your message. Hi, this is a message for Chris Pavlovsky. We never heard back. Chris Pavlovsky's slim online profile says he grew up near Toronto and is involved in the Macedonian community. He's outsourced much of Rumble's work to another company he co-owns based in North Macedonia, where a magazine cover in 2012 boasted of him being a popular employer in that country. When he does grant interviews, they're usually with the who's who of wealthy and influential American conservative media. Congratulations. Like Fox business host Maria Bartiromo. What we've seen in the last year has been an incredible growth story. That is just terrific. I mean, Chris, that's what you want to see. And when America's top podcaster Joe Rogan got in hot water on Spotify, Rumbles Pavlovsky publicly offered to match the lucrative Spotify deal, writing, How about you bring all your shows to Rumble with no censorship for 100 million bucks? So, why is big tech censoring? Well, those rules are trying to combat hate, lies about the U.S. presidential election, and misinformation about COVID and its treatments. On YouTube... Telling your viewers that vaccines do not reduce risk of contracting illness can result in your channel receiving a strike or being terminated. And on Facebook, we want to make sure that our policies help to protect people from harmful content. But on Rumble, there's the What's Up Canada channel, where anyone can promote COVID therapies not approved by Health Canada. I'm not allowed to, it's illegal, you know, I, they're, they're afraid of losing their license. I have served Canada in the Canadian Armed Forces. And when a Canadian major broke ranks and went on YouTube to support the truckers' protests... They have knowingly betrayed you and me under the lie of safety. The big tech platforms removed the video within hours, but not Rumble. We don't want to tell you what's right or what's wrong. We don't want to get involved in fact-checking. Um, we don't want to get involved in any kind of editorializing of your content. You can have the discussion that you want to have without any obstruction from us whatsoever. So what responsibility do you feel personally then for the tone and tenor of your posts? I'm responsible for the tone and tenor of my posts. How it might affect someone? Uh, when, when someone hears dog whistles everywhere, I'm not responsible for someone having audible hallucinations. Uh, hearing dog whistles where they don't exist. But when the Quebec government forced another curfew, there was no mistaking his message. Bunch of hypocrites, corrupt losers, and everybody knows it. And the less everybody says about it, man, the more deep this mass formation psychosis goes. I was just looking at some of the comments, and you know, some of them, frankly, are inciting violence. One guy says it's probably time for Canadians to start making sure they have enough ammo, start finding out which federal officials live in their neighborhoods, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's still there. When you see things like that that are clearly inciting violence inside the Rumble ecosystem, how do you flag it? How do you get it taken down? Have you ever done it? Or? Uh, on Rumble? I don't, I don't, 
I don't want to be mean to Rumble. I don't read the comments on Rumble as much as I do on YouTube, just because. Uh, but isn't that part of your responsibility as a as someone who is to read to read thousands of no, comments? No, no, to understand um, how uh, what you say is impacting people. We've addressed 100%. That's why I don't incite violence. I don't encourage people to break the law. I tell people when you do things like that, all that it does is, is give ammo to politicians in terms of going after people. It gives ammo to to, to journalists who then want to say, look, 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 what's look, on your look, look how radical these people are. You're on the internet. There's a lot of discourse on the internet that is hyperbole, that is people behind the anonymity of their keyboards that feel very comfortable saying idiotic things. But in the case of Rumble, some of that discourse is of interest to U.S. congressional investigators. W5 obtained a letter sent to Pavlovsky in August, ordering him to preserve certain posts related to the January 6th riots. But again, Rumble wouldn't respond when we asked if they had complied with that congressional order. Coming up, we don't want to get involved in fact checking. A new platform for the right wing cause. We have to keep fighting exactly like we are for right now. When W5 continues. This is Sarasota County. It's on the Gulf Coast of Florida, and it's home to one of America's wealthiest zip codes. Normally, a pretty serene slice of the state. Until a certain former president comes to town. Well, that's a lot of people. Thank you. Donald Trump, banned from YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook for perpetuating lies about the last presidential election, has a new target in his sights these days, the big tech companies that muzzled him. Big tech monopolies are out of control. We have to keep fighting exactly like we are for right now. The bigger social media platforms refused to stream this rally, but an upstart did. A Canadian-based video platform called Rumble that is now home to many of Trump's closest allies and family. And when we push back against the insanity, we can win, and that's how this all ends, okay? Donald Trump Jr. Right sharing support for Canadian truckers on Rumble. So let's support these truckers fighting for freedom, fighting as patriots in their country and patriots in America. Big news from Canada. He's joined by other conservative American heavyweights like Sean Hannity. And more recently, libertarians like Russell Brand. What's going on with these Canadian truckers? Who are now earning exclusive deals with Rumble. Canadian Chris Pavlovsky started Rumble in 2013, hoping to challenge you two. Its headquarters in Toronto may not be here for long, as he hints to this conservative interviewer. You are a scary Canadian with that draconian government you have over there. Do we have any plans on that front? We're planting a large presence in the United States, and we're super excited about that. That's, uh, I understand everybody's concerns about being uh, in Canada, that those are those are those are concerns. Um, I don't, you know, we don't know where that's going to go here in Canada yet. The laws are still kind of, you know, it not they haven't been passed yet, but it's definitely a concern. What Rumble CEO is concerned about are proposed new Canadian government regulations making tech platforms in Canada more responsible for content. Those rules are still under debate. But Florida's Republican governor Ron DeSantis assured Rumble that it wouldn't face that responsibility if it's set up in Florida, saying in a statement, we support its mission to promote free expression and stand up to big tech censorship. In Florida, 
We are not going to let the terms of the debate in our country be set by oligarchs in Silicon Valley. DeSantis has a Rumble channel too, and is also eyeing the White House. His support for Rumble helped Sarasota's all Republican County Council give the Canadian company a million dollar grant to establish a new office there. Now Rumble isn't public about where it's setting up in America, but W5 found its new home here, in a business park on Longboat Key. That's a sliver of land in Sarasota County with pretty spectacular views. It's where Rumble is building its independent cloud, that's a virtual storage service, to compete with Amazon and Microsoft, and to protect its most high-profile new client, Donald Trump's new texting app called Truth Social. We absolutely will have a cohesive relationship with Trump Media and Technology Group. There is no competition here. We're partners. And now Rumble is about to sell shares of the company to the public on NASDAQ. Details of what they're planning are filed with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The company is hoping to raise 400 million U.S. dollars to help it expand. It claims a value now of more than 2 billion U.S. dollars. And Chris Pavlovsky can personally earn a big payday of at least 11 million U.S. dollars if the deal closes, on top of retaining 85% of the controlling shares of the much bigger public company which its top Canadian personality, Montreal's David Freeheit, thinks protects it from so-called cancel culture. Pavlovsky's going to own 85% of the voting shares once this company goes public. Yeah, no. Right. Does that concern you at all? Because that's even more of, of a percentage of the, of the voting shares than Mark Zuckerberg has over Facebook. I mean, should any one individual have that big an influence over a tech platform? Well, it's a risk if the person decides to become evil. It's also a risk to have 49% control and not have control of the company and then see it go the way of, we don't want, we don't want content on uh, election stuff because advertisers don't feel comfortable. Uh, we don't want firearm stuff because advertisers don't feel comfortable. There's a risk both ways. Um, and we'll see where it goes. So is anyone at Rumble manipulating search to censor content? Well, in its terms of use, Rumble says it will remove harmful videos by, quote, persons designated by either the Canadian or United States government as terrorists or terrorist organizations. So we ran another test with the expert at McGill's Max Bell School of Public Policy, Angus Bridgman. The Proud Boys organization, which is a banned organization in Canada. Yeah, we can do Rumble first here. If you type in Proud Boys, it says no videos found. So this is very likely untrue, that there's not a single video that mentions the Proud Boys on Rumble. If we look for the former leader, Enrico Tario, and we search, you can see here the top video mentions Proud Boys. So if, if this was just a simple string search that was being affected... It should it have surfaced some Proud Boys appeared. So we don't know what's going on under the hood, but there's certainly some manipulation of search on the platform. Now, W5 wanted to ask Pavlovsky in person about that claim. So we tried one final approach, delivering our questions in writing to their new Florida office. And after failing for months to hear back from him or his company, W5 had a surprise encounter off camera with Pavlovsky at the entrance. He quickly turned down our request for an interview, telling our W5 producer that he, quote, doesn't like going on TV. So we left behind our letter instead, asking, we're interested in hearing from CEO Chris Pavlovsky firsthand the development of Rumble from a small startup in Canada to a major social media platform. 
In the interests of fair and responsible journalism, does Rumble ever manipulate search terms on its site? How many times in 2021 did Rumble censor material under its terms of service? And does Rumble moderate content for accuracy or truth? We never received a response to our written questions either. Monitoring Rumble, or any other video platform for that matter, is almost impossible. Artificial intelligence software can't yet differentiate between true or misleading videos. But a Canadian-based tech company is trying. Tessa Spool started Vubble a few years ago. Her platform can judge the accuracy of images using a combination of machine and human intelligence. She believes innovation like that might be the only way of avoiding what she fears most. I think this is the biggest problem the world faces right now. We are in a third world war right now. It is, it's an information war. And Marshall McLuhan has a great quote, which I can't remember off the top of my head. Right we, all, we all studied him and nobody can remember him. <laughs> you know? But it's a, that, that we are, there will be a third world war, but we won't even know that we're in it and it will be largely information based. We found an interview in the W5 archives with the revered Canadian intellectual, where Marshall McLuhan predicted what might lead to that crisis. Today, our entire Western world has been junked by being outmoded by fast-moving information. Junked by fast-moving information. His prediction of 50 years ago. So if there is an info war that's fueling what we've witnessed across Canada, there's a Canadian building one of the deepest and best finance trenches to fight it. Staking out territory in a section of the internet with fewer boundaries and less concern over where it may be leading us. We're going to foster people challenging opinions and having debate. That's, that's, that's what America's all about. That's what the Western society is all about. I don't see that we should change that. And one site that is guaranteed to get people debating is now going live. It's Donald Trump's Truth Social, which is being hosted by Rumble. You've been listening to CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. 